Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Monday morning. And uh, sorry about that, hit the wrong button there. Hope everybody's doing well today and uh, having a blessed day. I apologize for the lack of an intro. I'm uh, having some technical difficulties this morning. I always like to do the little intro like that because it gives time for it to, uh, to get out there on social media and, and for gives people time to, to see it and to uh, be able to view it because it takes usually when you uh, do a live video, time you start it and the time people see it in their news feed, it usually takes a few seconds, few minutes, whatever the case may be. And depending on how many people you have on your friends list, it could take, you may not even see it. In fact, I've had several people tell me, uh, even my own mother-in-law said that uh, she has to, she can't even, don't even see these devotions like she used to. She actually has to go to my actual um, uh, Facebook, uh, to uh, my personal profile to even view the devotion. So I don't know what what's going on with that, why that's happening, for something's changed to their settings. And then this morning I saw where they're getting ready to roll out a, a um, uh, they're going to start changing everything again on Facebook. And once you, every time you get used to it, that's when they want to change it. And I noticed there was a beta version that they're allowing you to preview before it uh, goes live. And uh, so, uh, you know, that's always a pain in the rear end. And uh, so we can always look forward to that in some shape, form, or fashion. But anyway, hope everybody's doing well today. It is rainy and it's slick. I've already seen several people on uh, has posted that uh, to be careful. They've been the people have been hydroplaning. Looks like a simple puddle of water could be a lot deeper don't know but uh so i just have plenty of time as you're heading out this morning and keep yourself safe and dry so let's go ahead and dive into god's word this morning we'll look at first john chapter 1 verse 9 and uh, so if you have your bibles handy be sure and grab that let me go ahead and bring this this up and we will uh read on whoops what is mad with me today I keep hitting the wrong stuff here we go all right so first john 1 9 tells us if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and it cleanses from all unrighteousness. So be sure and highlight that uh, in your Bibles and uh, uh, underline it, highlight it, uh, make notes beside of it because it's a very, very important piece of Scripture right here that if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What a wonderful passage of Scripture to know that uh, we are um, forgiven. Uh, that uh, he does make our heart white as snow. It's just like if you see something uh, that needs to uh, be cleaned, dirty dish, what have you, and uh, you get the soap and water and you get it all nice and clean, get all the crud off of it. That's what Jesus does for us, for our sins. There's no sin so big that Jesus cannot forgive, you know? And I, and I think some people have the... Uh, uh, the misunderstanding, well, I've messed up too many times, or uh, I've committed the same sin too many times. God's not going to forgive that. Well, there's no set level that God says you, that you can reach that God says, okay, that's it. You're not going to be forgiven anymore. It doesn't work that way. He knows that we're not perfect. He knows there's none righteous, no, not one. He understands that. And that's why God sent his only son to save us, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness to make us uh, uh, joint heirs to the throne, to save us from very real hell. That's why he done that. And he understands that's why Jesus Christ is a mediator between us and God. You know, uh, so if you have been through a divorce that uh, sometimes there's children involved, you have to go to mediation. And uh, that way there's someone there to, to, uh, to uh, 
mediate between you and the other individual uh, to talk on one of the other's behalf so it doesn't get angry or out of control. Well, Jesus Christ is our advocate between us and God the Father, and he talks to God on our behalf. And he says, hey, look, Matt messed up again. I realize it's the same sin he's done a million times, but he's sorry, he's trying, and uh, he's asking for forgiveness. Uh, or, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, that's what God does. And, you know, just like as a father myself, that when my kids mess up and they say, Daddy, I'm sorry, well, then I forgive them. That's a, a familial type of um, forgiveness, and that's what God does for his children. It's that familial type of forgiveness that he, he bestows upon us. And then there's that universal forgiveness he gives to all people. So it is um, something that we can uh, take confidence in to know that God's going to forgive us. Now, uh, be careful that you don't abuse that because uh, it's easy to, to justify sin and say, well, God's going to forgive me, so uh, it doesn't really matter, and uh, I'll just go ahead and do it anyway, and then I'll ask for forgiveness. Well, it doesn't work that way uh, to a certain extent. What, what I'm getting at is you know, when you love somebody and you've done something to hurt them, you don't want to keep doing that, even though that person may say, hey, look, it's okay, just forget it, I forgive you. You don't keep on hurting that person. Well, that'd make you a real jerk to keep doing that because you because you love that individual. You don't want to continue to cause them pain. Uh, you're just like, hey, I messed up. I've got to do better because I want to please this loved one. I want to make them happy, and, and, I, and I don't want to do anything that's going to hurt them again. Well, our love for Jesus Christ should be far more uh, than that uh, of, uh, of our spouse, mother, father, sister, brother. It should be greater than that. And because of Jesus' sacrifice for us, we don't want to hurt him. When we mess up, we're brought under conviction. And we're like, oh, man, I wish I hadn't done that. It makes us feel bad. And, you know, Lord, help me not to do that again. And Jesus forgives us. And then he chooses not to bring that back up again. You know, that's what's something we can learn and apply to our own lives. That when we, uh, when someone hurts and offends us and we've decided to forgive them, then we have to let that go. You know, it's easy to say, I forgive you, but you're running to another friend, family member, say, hey, let me tell you what so-and-so did. Well, you have not truly forgiven that person because you're still choosing to dredge up whatever that pain was uh, and uh, to get that out there to somebody else. And so when, if you've made that uh, commitment to forgive, you need to let it go. And, and even though the old devil will play that back in your head, like I said, I, I'm not immune to this. Uh, there are family members who uh, have uh, made me angry and hurt me tremendously. And uh, it's easy to dwell on that, I mean, you know, even though I've forgiven them, and be like, man, you know, should I get my hands on that? And that's when I have to completely uh, redirect and say, no, Lord, uh, I've forgiven as you have forgiven me. Help me just let that go. You know, be with this individual, be with individuals, uh, whatever the case may be, and, uh, and Lord, be with them. And uh, help me to be a more kind, loving, and gentle individual because we want to forgive as quickly as God forgives us. And so when we mess up, look up. Ask for forgiveness. Pick yourself up. Try harder and to push forward. That's what we're reading here in 1 John 1, 9, that when we ask God to we confess our sins, that's, that's a wonderful thing. Confess. Ask for forgiveness. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That is a powerful verse. He washes away that sin. He makes our heart white as snow. Now, of course, the old devil is going to uh, bring that back up. And he's going to uh, uh, throw that back in your face. Well, look what you've done. Look what you said. Look what where you've been. Look what you've done. You know, he wants that's that's the devil working. See, that's still that battle within. See, the battle is 
uh, being tempted uh, to sin and do something. And then if you give in to that temptation, well, there's that sin. Well, then you ask for God forgiveness, but the battle continues because even though you've asked for forgiveness, you feel guilty for what you've done, you've asked Jesus to forgive you, but the battle continues because even though you've confessed that sin, you know you're forgiven, you've been cleansed from that unrighteousness, the devil is still there in your head to say, oh, look what you did. You call yourself a Christian. Look what you have. You're worthless. You're horrible. You're, you know, that's just it. The devil wants to make you think that you are worthless and not any good. But remember, we are children of God. We are joint heirs to the throne of Jesus Christ. We are not losers. We we are not despicable. We are adopted into the kingdom of heaven. And so through that alone, we can praise God that we are winners. We are more than conquerors through him. So when the devil tries to attack that heart, try to attack that mind, and try to make you call you out, make you think you're worthless and a loser, and without Christ, we are worthless. But as joint heirs to the throne, we are princes and princesses. Uh, of God's kingdom and we are of great value to him so don't let uh, the devil to continue to torment you after you've asked for forgiveness because it's easy to say God forgive me God is faithful and just to forgive us as we see here but it's the devil who keeps playing it over your head so you feel like you have to keep saying forgive me Lord forgive me Lord forgive me Lord I'm so sorry Lord forgive me hey he's done forgiving it he's done let it go move on let it go yourself and move on. And trust me, I understand. When you mess up, you just you're feel full of guilt and conviction, and you're just really sorry. You know, me and my wife get into it, or I say something I shouldn't, or I've done something I shouldn't, or whatever it may be. The devil wants to continue to to play that in your head. But remember, you are forgiven. You are loved. And learn from that mistake. Uh, and, and pick yourself back up and continue the fight and continue the battle. Don't let the devil hold you down. As I've said many times before, no man gets goes forward by looking backwards. You can sit and, and contemplate on all the mistakes you want to, and ain't nothing going to change. That is in the past. You cannot change that. You're a new creature in Christ Jesus. Move forward. Keep your eyes on the cross. Keep your eyes on Jesus Christ. Keep your eyes on the future glory that we are going to receive. And if you're looking backwards, then you're only making yourself miserable. Trust me. I know. You don't know how I would love to go back in time. You know, and, and I, if I could, I'd kick my own rear end. I'd be like uh, Jim Carrey on Liar Liar when he's beating himself up so he didn't have to go back into court because he couldn't lie. And the guy comes in and said, what are you doing? He said, I'm kicking my own backside. What does it look like? So that's what it would look like. I'd go back in time and kick my own backside for the stupidity, the selfishness, the ignorance of which I've done. And that I didn't follow Christ sooner as I should have. Instead, I lived in the world, did my own thing, was self-serving. And it's not that I've reached a level of enlightenment all of a sudden now I'm, I'm just selfless and, and just do everything just right and perfect. And far from it. I, there's still selfishness I have to fight. There's self-centeredness I have to fight. There are areas in my life that I'm weak in. The devil knows it. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And when you mess up, just ask God for Like I've told you before, it is not a surprise to God when we mess up. You know, I think some people think that, you know, that, oh, God didn't, you know, I'm so sorry. That, you know, God knew you were going to do it. All right. He, he's all knowing, all powerful. He knew you were going to mess up, but he loves you despite that. All right. But don't use that. You know, Apostle Paul dealt with this very same issue. Should we sin so that grace may more, much more abound? And Paul was like, no, you don't do that. Okay. We want to serve an almighty God. We must do it with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. Yes, we're imperfect. Nobody is, is ever, ever going to be perfect on this side of heaven. We're all unrighteous. No, not one. All of us are, are, are screw-ups. But 
Jesus forgives us despite it. He wants you. He wants you just the way you are. You know, that's the other thing that kills me when I invite people to church. and like, well, once I get myself cleaned up, I'll come. You, if you wait till you're cleaned up, you will never enter the doors of a church. It won't happen because you will never get yourself to a point where you think you're going to be accepted. That's not how God works. He wants you just as you are, warts and all. That's, that's what he wants. Just be yourself and come to church. God understands. He wants you just as you are. And uh, I think if more people understood that, then they, they would allow Satan to intimidate them, get in their heads, and keep them from coming to church. And so uh, don't worry about your past, all right? Realize you're forgiven, you're loved, God wants you just the way you are, and he will get you to where he wants you, but you've got to be disciplined, you've got to be in the Word, you've got to be studying, you've got to be praying, you've got to pick yourself up out of the mud, muck, and mire and get yourself back on the right path and serve Jesus Christ. Uh, and uh, that's all God wants you to do. And uh, don't worry about uh, what you've done. Just worry about on where you're at now and strive for it. You know, it's just like uh, I saw something the other day. He said that, uh, uh, you, know, a lot of, you know, people say that uh, they don't want to go to church uh, because of all the, the hypocrites. It's like, it's like saying, uh, well, I don't want to go to gym because of all the out-of-shape people. It's just ignorance. You know, uh, when I see somebody who's extremely overweight, overweight and they're out there walking or they're working out, man, good for them. You know, at least they're trying. At least they're making an effort. You may have had a terrible past. You might have done horrible things. But at least you're in church. At least you're trying. At least you're trying to put your best foot forward. And at least you're trying to serve an almighty God. And that's all that God wants, all right? He knows that we are sinners. There's nothing worse than pastors or self-righteous Christians out there act like they're better and superior to everybody else. All men's feet are made of clay. Everybody will fall. Everybody will mess up, all right? Even if you, you know, there's over like 300 uh, Old Testament laws that you could uh, could uh, try to keep, but you would never. He said, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, body, and being, and love your neighbor as yourself. You would never be able to keep that one, that very one thing. You still would not be perfect. So don't get down, all right? And don't allow yourself to be beat up. Realize that if you are a Christian, you are a child of God, all right? Pick yourself up. Realize you are of great value, all right? So don't, don't let that, you know, God don't make junk. You know, I read, that's something I read many years ago. God don't make no junk. And uh, don't, think, don't, don't beat yourself up. Realize that your father is a king and you are joint heirs to the throne. And when you realize that, hey, you know what? The devil might try to beat me down. Family members, friends may try to beat me down. The world may try to beat me down. But the, God gives me my strength to endure, to persevere, to keep moving forward, and to never give up. Just like old Buzz Lightyear said, never give up, never surrender. And as long as you have Christ Jesus in your heart, you won't. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for this wonderful day you've blessed us with. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to never give up. Help us to keep advancing. Help us to keep pushing forward. Help us to keep our eyes on the prize. And Lord, realize that we are forgiven. And Lord, let us keep striving to have that mind of Christ. And Lord, for anyone this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with all of our bus drivers, teachers, children, parents as they're going to school and work today. Keep them safe and well. The very a lot of flooding on the roads and hydroplaning. And Lord, just keep them safe. Let them return back home safely. Be with our active military, those who have been deployed. Give them strength. Give them confidence and peace. And give peace uh, to the family members who are worried about their sons and daughters and mothers and fathers who are fighting overseas to keep us safe. Be with our 
first responders, be with our police officers, let them know they're needed, loved, and appreciated, be with all those dealing with flus and pneumonia and uh, stomach bugs, and Lord, bring healing upon them. And Lord, I'm going to lift a special prayer up for our president. Protect him and his family, give him wisdom, knowledge, discernment, let him seek you for all things, and touch this nation's heart like never before. Open hearts and minds before it's too late. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I appreciate each and one of you guys and gals watching this morning. It's always a pleasure and an honor to uh, get to uh, spread the gospel every chance that I get. And uh, I want to invite you all out to uh, Fountain Life Bible Church this Sunday, 9 at 1045, as old Dr. Young, Dr. Vic Young, will be doing a three-part series on addiction. And I think that'll be a, a very wonderful uh, thing uh, for um, us all to, uh, to be a part of and to listen and, and glean from. Uh, from a biblical perspective, there's a lot of people dealing with a, a lot of addictions. There's more. There's there could be addiction to a lot of things. It don't always have to be opioids or uh, or narcotics. It could be food. It could be relationships. There's a lot of things we could be addicted to. So it'd be a good opportunity to come out and see what uh, what Lord has laid on His heart. If you want to share these devotions, you can always go to Dr. Young 77 on Facebook. If you don't do uh, social media, uh, or well, obviously you would if you're watching, I'm talking about if you have friends or family who don't, uh, they can subscribe to YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young, and they can watch the devotions on there, or you can listen to the audio, there's no video, audio only, to the Dr. Young Chronicles Apple Podcast. Uh, Lord willing, uh, Brandy and I will be doing a new podcast this evening at 6 o'clock. If you want to tune in, we'll, be, we'll stream live on Facebook, and then upload the audio later on to uh, the podcast, so uh, be sure to take part of that. And uh, before I close out, I'm trying to see here if I can, uh, well, that ain't going to work. Let me see here. I was trying to see if maybe I could um, try to send you my dad's, uh, let's see here. Don't know. Let me see if this will play. I was going to try to send you the, let you listen to the uh, um commercial i got here in a second here let me see if i can get this to play i don't know if it's the right one or not uh let me see here let's see if we can get this to play hold on hello i'm dr vic young i'm the pastor of fountain of life bible church in the 45 years that i've been a full-time pastor i've seen the devastation that addiction can have on a family starting this sunday the ninth i'm going to be teaching a series for three sundays dealing with the topic of addiction from a biblical perspective I think there's tremendous information within the Word of God to help set the addict free. So we hope you'll come out this coming Sunday starting on the 9th at 9 o'clock to study this topic of addiction. Hope to see you there. Good deal. Got it to play. So uh, uh, so hopefully that will encourage you to come out and join us and invite your friends, family, and enemies to come out and join us. But anyway, hope everybody has a great day today. Stay dry, stay safe, stay warm. Hope everybody has a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and have a very blessed day.